Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. I'm Natalie Abbott, and I'm your host. And today is our teaching episode. It's the first week of November, and I'm getting to introduce to you our verse this month. And we're going to talk about what did it mean in its original context, and how that therefore translates into our lives, and how we can rightly interpret, understand, and apply this verse to our lives. So that's what we're doing today. I'm so glad to have you here with me. And let me just introduce our verse to begin with. It's, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. It's from Psalm 107, 8. So you can already tell from me just just saying that over you, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. This is a verse about the unfailing love of the Lord and his wonderful deeds to us who would believe and for all mankind, in fact. So how does this play out in the context of the surrounding verses? Well, so we're going to look at Psalm 107 today and see just exactly how this verse fits in. It's actually sort of a hinge point verse in our psalm, and that's why we picked this verse. So let's go ahead. I'm going to read all of Psalm 107 for you. And if you're somewhere where you're listening to this and you can just close your eyes and really think about it, I would just let these words wash over you. It's it's a psalm of thanksgiving. It's a psalm. It's actually a wisdom psalm. Um, at the end of it, it says, let's consider these things if we are wise. So there is, a, it's both a, a psalm of thanksgiving and, and, a, and a psalm that would lead us into wisdom. When we consider the works of the Lord, it makes us wise. When we consider his unfailing love for us, it would make us wise. So, so just hear the word of the Lord for you today. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story, those he redeemed from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands from the east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out, to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Some sat in darkness, in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains, because they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. So he subjected them to bitter labor. They stumbled, and there was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He brought them out of darkness and utter darkness and broke away their chains. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love 
and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he breaks down gates of bronze and cuts through bars of iron. Some became fools through their rebellious ways and suffered affliction because of their iniquities. They loathed all food and drew near the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word, and he healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Some went out on the sea in ships. They were merchants on the mighty waters. They saw the works of the Lord, his wonderful deeds in the deep, for he spoke and stirred up a tempest that lifted high the waves. They mounted up to the heavens and went down to the depths in their peril. Their courage melted away, and they reeled and staggered like drunkards. They were at their wit's end. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the sea were hushed. They were glad when it was calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. He turned rivers into a desert, flowing springs into thirsty ground, and fruitful land into a salt waste because of the wickedness of those who lived there. He turned the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into flowing springs. There he brought the hungry to live, and they founded a city where they could settle. They sowed fields and planted vineyards that yielded a fruitful harvest. He blessed them, and their numbers increased, and he did not let their herds diminish. Then their numbers decreased, and they were humbled by oppression, calamity, and sorrow. He who pours contempt on nobles made them wander in trackless wastes, but he lifted the needy out of their affliction and increased their families like flocks. The upright see it and rejoice but all the wicked shut their mouths. Let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. That is such a good psalm, is it not? Now, I hope that you saw and heard, I should say, I hope that you heard some patterns, some repetition in this. If you'll notice at the beginning, we have this verse that says in in verse one, give thanks to the Lord. So it's a command for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. So that's what, what Psalm 107 starts off saying, you give thanks to the Lord, do it for he is good and his love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And so then the psalmist tells stories. He actually tells four stories and every story begins with some. So some people wandered in the desert. Some people sat in darkness. Some people became fools through rebellion and some people went out to the sea in ships. And all of these people find themselves in trouble. So this, there's this pattern in every single story where they find themselves in trouble and they get to the end of themselves. And then what did they do? They cry out to the Lord 
And then every instance, God hears and responds by saving them and bringing them to a safe haven. And then finally, the psalmist says what we have in our verse, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. So again and again, this is the refrain of this psalm. It's how the psalm starts out, give thanks to the Lord. It's the repetition, let them give thanks to the Lord. And then finally at the end, it says, let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. So you have this fullness in this psalm that I wanted you to hear. That's why I read all of it, because I wanted you to hear that refrain again and again and again, and how each of these stories is just a different way of saying the same thing. People find themselves in trouble. They don't know what to do. There's none to save them. So they finally cry out to the Lord and he rescues them. He brings them to safety. And then the psalmist says, let them give thanks. And, and that's really interesting to me because what happens in the Bible oftentimes, you know, there, there wasn't bold or italics uh, in, in biblical languages. And so oftentimes when we are, when God is calling our attention to something, just like when we're parents and we repeat the same things over and over to our kids because they're the really important things. I don't know how many times in my life I've said, uh, brush your teeth. I probably have said it thousands of times at this point, it's because it's important. I don't want their teeth to fall out of their heads. Um, God, in the same way, repeats what is important to us. He makes sure that we know, I'm highlighting this. I'm highlighting this. I'm, I mean, it's why we say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, because there's an emphasis on this holiness is important. Or Jesus says when he tells many of his uh, parables, truly, truly, I say to you, uh, when he gives his teachings, truly, truly, I say to you. So here we have four times the exact same phraseology, the exact same words repeated at the end of every single one of these stories of salvation. And it's our verse. In verse 8, we see it in 15. I believe it's 21 and 31 maybe. But at the end of each of these stories, we get this refrain, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. We are intended to hear that, to hear it and to hear it, and to hear it. And, and you know, the interesting thing is they aren't commanded to cry out to the Lord. They, they know inherently, like, like we all do, right? When we find ourselves in a sticky spot, our inclination naturally isn't to be like, oh, well, what do I do now? It's, Lord, Help me. And, and interestingly enough, they cry out to the Lord in their trouble. And every single time, he delivers them. So that is also on repeat in this psalm. Uh, I think the, the, the point of the psalm is both and. It is both God is a God who delivers. And because God is a God who is unfair failing in his love, who is trustworthy, who is faithful, because in every single situation, God saves. When we cry out to him, God will save us. Uh, we also have this other component, which is let them give thanks to the Lord. And 
I just want to point out that in the KJV, it says it a little differently, but I I love this translation because it really kind of captures the essence of, of what's going on here. The KJV says, oh, that men would praise the Lord. Like the idea is, guys, come on, look at what God has done. Oh, that men would praise the Lord, that we would come out of these deep darkness, these pits, this, you know, prison or out of the the perils of the sea or wandering in the desert, that we would, would when God responds and answers in, in unfailing love and in wonderful deeds, that, oh, that we would praise the Lord. And I think that's, that's the point. I, I do want to talk about a little bit of the patterns that we see here. So we have this pattern, if you'll notice, in these four stories where in the first one, they wandered in the desert. So there's nobody at fault here. They're just in the desert. They're lost. They find themselves without food, without water, and they are their lives are on the line. They don't know what to do, and so they cry out to the Lord. But then you have the next two um, stories, they're sandwiched in between another no-fault story. And that's the one about them being caught in the winds and the waves. So you've got the desert, which is, you know, this incredibly difficult uh, place for people to to live in. And then you have a storm at sea. Again, just a, a harrowing kind of situation. And in both of those instances, no one has sinned. Not that we don't sin all the time, but there's no fault. There, It's just being a part of this fallen world is a dangerous place. And here you have people wandering in a wasteland and you have people who are in a in a sea of peril. And in both instances, they cry out to the Lord. But sandwiched in between there, you get these two stories of one, people who have rebelled against God and who have ignored his plans. It says, uh, some sat in darkness, in utter darkness, prisoners suffering in iron chains. So the result of their rebellion, it says in verse 11, because they rebelled against God's commands. So the result of their rebellion is to be imprisoned, right? And they despise the plans of the Most High is what it said. So here they are in prison for their rebellion. And then you also have in the third, in the third little story, fools. Fools who were foolish because they rebelled again, and they suffered affliction in their bodies. They loathed food, and they are drawing near to the gates of death. So in their physical bodies, they are suffering because of their iniquities. So whatever their sin was, it resulted in this physical ailment, right? And they now are bearing up under this ailment, and they are, they are near the gates of death. The other ones are in utter darkness. And yet, in both instances, just like when it wasn't anybody's fault, they cried to the Lord, and the Lord saves them. There's there's this no-fault situation where it's like, well, that was kind of the Lord to save them. But when you get to the two in the middle, that's where it just kind of starts to blow my mind, is that these people are actively rebelling against God's ways. It says that they were fools through their rebellious ways in verse 17. And in the previous story, it says that they rebelled against God's commands and despised the plans of the Most High. And yet, 
when they find themselves in prison or in a physically terrible situation and they cry out to the Lord, he saves them. Just like he saved the people who weren't at fault. He saves the people who were actively rebelling against him. And that is just such a beautiful picture of the gospel, isn't it? That Jesus came not to save those who were good and righteous and the best, but he came to seek and save the lost. He came for those of us who were his enemies, who were thumbing our nose at him. That is who our God is. And his love is unfailing. And his deeds are wonderful, even to people like me who in so many ways, am undeserving of the kindness of the Lord. And so as I was going through this and I was thinking about it and I was noticing these patterns and and wondering in my own life, what are the things that the Lord has done for me? And am I truly thankful to him for those things? Am I somebody who needs to hear that refrain? Let me give thanks to the Lord. Let Natalie Abbott Give thanks to the Lord because he has been unfailing in his love and his deeds towards me have have been wonderful. Do I look at the the deeds of the Lord, the beautiful things that he has done for me and the unfailing love of the Lord and just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, because like I said, we don't have to be told to ask things. We don't have to be told to cry out to the Lord when we find ourselves in a tough spot, but do we thank him when he answers, when he rescues, when he saves? And so I actually this morning did a little exercise. I don't know what prompted this, but probably just seeing this similar pattern. And I would challenge you guys to do this yourselves. I went through and I looked at those that pattern of some did this, like found themselves in a sticky spot. Then they cried out to the Lord, and then he answers, and then let them give thanks. So I'm just going to read you what I wrote. And this was, this was a reflection on COVID and being um, in a very dark sort of place and feeling very hemmed in with my giant family of seven in a small townhouse where we weren't allowed to like go to the city parks because they were closed and just feeling very, um, very enclosed, very trapped together. So this is what I wrote. Some were trapped in small spaces with their families in the dark. They couldn't find a way out and there was no one to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress. He led them to open spaces, to a home where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he sees the longings of our hearts, and he fills us up with himself. That was my little 10-minute reflection this morning as I thought about how God has been so good in my own life. And interestingly enough, we've had all these repairs being done on our house. It's an older house, but we have a big yard now. We live in a very spacious place. We actually overview, uh, have an overlook of the Missouri River, and it's beautiful. It's the most amazing home. And in the face of that, it's funny that I would ever be like, 
bummed out or, you know, whatever, because this house is old and it has its issues. And that's exactly where I came to this morning. I came from a place of, I'm frustrated because I have a plumber out and I have a leak in my roof and I have a problem in my shower. And yet then I sat down and I read these verses and I thought, oh, let me give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love is unfailing and his kindness to me is is never ending. So it's like what the beginning of the first two verses say, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. So this month, as we as we think about this verse, I would challenge you to take up your pencil and tell your story. Maybe do what I did and write it out in the same kind of poetic format of this verse. It's really pretty simple, actually. And two of the verses are exactly, you have to write them out word for word because that's, you know, our verses, that's the refrain. We have to say that. And when they cry out, it's it's essentially the same thing as well. So it's not really hard to, to pick a situation where you feel like God really rescued you and to to put that down on paper. Or like I'm doing with you right now, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Or in some, vers- some versions it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Like, let us say to other people, this is what God has done. This is how he has displayed his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds in my life. So that's my challenge for you this month. I would say read Psalm 107 again or again and again and allow these words and these stories to wash over you because really it's 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 a broad story. It's not a super specific story. God sometimes saves us out of things that we find ourselves in, situations that are sticky that are are no fault of our own, like COVID for instance. And then he also rescues us even when we are ignoring him. So whether you're finding yourself in a situation where through no fault of your own, you don't know what to do, cry out to the Lord in your trouble and he will deliver you from your distress. Or if you find yourself in a situation where you know, you know you're walking away, you know you're kind of doing your own thing, cry out to the Lord in your distress, in your trouble, and he will rescue you. He longs to to show you his unfailing love. He longs for you to experience his, his kindness towards you and his good, wonderful deeds. And then you will be wise. Like it says in verse 43, let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder. So really think about the loving deeds of the Lord. I hope this verse is something that you treasure in your heart this month. It's already doing a lot of work in my own thankless heart. And so as you go forward, you know, in the month ahead, let this verse sink in. I hope that you'll be able to memorize it and meditate along with us and join us throughout the month as we continue uh, to talk about this verse with our our guest and then also with my sister Vera. And then join us on our weekly blog where we write about these things. We kind of really pick it apart. And this month we're going to be looking at what does this mean? Uh, What is the unfailing love of the Lord? How do we be thankful 
during the time of Thanksgiving when we know we're supposed to be thankful, things like that. So thank you so much for joining us. And if you've enjoyed this episode, we'd ask that you maybe give us a little thumbs up or a review. It helps other people to find us. Again, God bless you. And thanks for joining me today. Thanks for listening, friends. I have a little public service announcement for you. If you have never been to our website, dwelldifferently.com, you should go over there because we have all kinds of devotional resources there for you. We would just love for you to visit over there. We have year upon year upon year of verses that we have been memorizing. Every month we memorize one new verse. And every month we post at least four devotionals on that verse. So if you're thinking, I'd like to memorize a couple more verses or another verse every month, then that's a great way to do it. So go on over to dwelldifferently.com and check out all of our old resource content. Just go to the devotional page and you can find all kinds of stuff there. It's free and we just would love to help you connect with God in that way.